Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, live here at Bay Chevrolet Parkside Drive. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Hope you are having a fabulous Monday, October the 25th. Touchdown turnover. Back by Alcoa 10. Federal Credit Union, place where you belong. ATFCU.com. Ben, is Alabama fans some of the dumbest fans in the country? Touchdown. Touchdown turnover because two players from Tennessee or a player from Tennessee is hurt at the end of the third quarter. And Bama fans are booing as if a Tennessee player is trying to fake an injury to stop the up-tempo offense. Either you're really stupid as a fan base, or you're just a bad you're just bad people. Why would you boo someone for being hurt? Well, why would you do that? They were booing because they thought it was a fake injury. In my opinion, right, they were. But it's right before it's it's at the end of the half. I mean, excuse me, the end of the quarter. Yeah, I know. It's the 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 time was stopped anyways. So either you are a bad person or you're just stupid in this case. Alabama doesn't run an up-tempo offense like Tennessee or like Ole Miss. And it was in between quarters. Now, we had some guys go down, but we've had guys go down all year. No one's faking the injury. I saw that and was like, really? Really, Bama fans? Y'all booing? Y'all are booing? Just like the young kid that had a cigar, wasn't even lit. And then the other, the other one that had a cigar took one pull. <coughs> he was coughing like a little kid. <coughs> trying to show out, trying to be cool. Can't even smoke a cigar right. Look, you, you don't have to to get me started. Don't 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 don't, don't get me going on this train, Swain. <laughs> I thought he was coughing, man. My 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 phone had text messages. My my mentions had tweets. My Snapchats had snaps and chats. My my Instagram had messages. My Facebook post had comments. Don't don't get me don't get me going down this this path, Swain. <laughs> so he was coughing. I will never know what it's like to have a teammate transfer and go to the most hated rivalry on our schedule. I would never know. So I can't pretend like I can speak from experience here. When you build a relationship with somebody, and if if it's if it's if it's built on solid ground, if it's true, if it's a true friendship, because you got some friends that your friends, but it's on their terms. They they're your friends, 
when you are doing what they want you to do? They're your friends when you backing them up and you're putting yourself second to put them first and you're not looking out for yourself first sometimes. Like we all encountered friends like that, right? There's events, there's moments that pop up in your life and when they should be happy for you, when they should be cheering for you, when they should be supporting you, even though they may not agree with it, they should still understand because you're your friend. But we all have friends like that. And I truly believe that Henry Toto built some, some friendships while he was here. And I believe Brandon Turner built some friendships while he was at Alabama. But I can't sit here and judge Bama players or Tennessee players for showing each other love after the game. Now, I, see Jer- I saw Jerome Carvin get at number 10. Love it. Get him, Jerome. Go on now. Get him, man. Get him. Get him. Get him. Show him. Show him how we do in Memphis, man. Whoop that. I can't say it. You know, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at Batty. Trick. I can't say it with the whole, the whole lyric. Whoop hold, on, hold on. 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 And I said. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Whoop it. That's what I said Whoop when Jerome cool. Carvin was charging after Henry Toto. That's what I'm talking about. I can't say it too loud, you know, because of customers. But whoop that truck. Jerome Carvin. That's what I wanted to see. But after the game was over, as much... As I despise Alabama. And as much as I drag Henry's daddy during the offseason for how he handled it. I don't feel bad about it. I do it again. But Henry, I got no ill will towards Henry. I I just I I couldn't do that. And I don't blame any of our players. After the game, for showing love. Now I do appreciate guys that didn't, because <laughs> I'm petty. Nah, man, we'll 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 text. We'll talk later. Nah, man, I ain't, you ain't getting no dap or a hug from me, so they can put this on video. Mm-mm. I give you a little head nod. That's what I give you, but that's about it. That's about it. So, I had to check myself because in the heat of the moment, I was like, man, this, don't talk to him, he's the enemy. Man, they built a relationship. They built a relationship for two years. Some of those guys tight with them. I, I, I understand that, that part of the relationship. But anyways. I told y'all that was going to happen back in the summer. It's, 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 it's not about the 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 pride and tradition of the schools for these players anymore. I don't like that college football has changed in that manner, and, and it's not just college football, college sports in in general. It's it's no longer about the pride of of the university or the traditions of rivalry games and, and holding that hate close to your heart. It's it's not about that anymore, guys. Guys are. Buddy, buddy, 
with everybody. Got gotta show love on social media all the time, and it bleeds over onto the field. I mean, Brandon Turnage was swarmed. I, I don't I don't know if you saw videos or photos, but it it was it was right in front of me. Brandon Turnage was swarmed more than Henry T was. Brandon Turnage was swarmed by the entire Alabama defense. The entire Alabama defense ran up and found Brandon Turnage as soon as the clock hit zero. I mean, he had 20 guys around him, and they all took a group photo. And some guys, it looked like, I don't know this for sure, but it looked like some Alabama players were like asking Brandon where his daughter was because I saw a couple guys come up and and kind of ask, talk to, to Brandon, and then Brandon, along with the Alabama players, were, were walking towards the, the Tennessee family section, and, and it looked like Brandon was, like, trying to spot his daughter. So, oh, that's cute. That is. That, that, is, that is very, very, very cool and, and a special moment. So it, it just wasn't uh, a Tennessee thing. I, I get the emotion of it from the fan perspective. I, I was very salty throughout the game watching Henry T. celebrate. Uh, and seeing the video of him smoking a cigar that wasn't lit, I, I was I was very salty. Oh, dude, I, I dude, I, I I didn't even mention that for a reason. I didn't mention it for a reason, Ben. I take that cigar and and break it apart, <laughs> put it in in a, in a in a bowl of water, and then I saw a video that said, "Smoke them if you got them." Man, I tell you what, tell you what, man, I just. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I get the emotion uh, of the fan perspective because I, I was salty on Saturday night yep, <laughs> watching yep, Henry yep, T yep. run around out there and, and celebrate. And I, I was, man, I was cussing him in my head thinking, this blankety, cowardly, blankety son of a gun taking the easy way out and transferring to, to Alabama. I, I get it. Yeah. But the, the players just don't think. The, the same way, un, unfortunately, because college football has has changed in that sense, in my opinion, because of social media and because of the transfer portal. Guy, guys don't think the way that that fans, quite frankly, want them to. And well, I, that, that's why you saw that happen on, on Saturday, Swain. And look, again, I get it, but I do think it was overblown. Yeah. I, you know, you, you, you think it's because social media and transfer portal, but I think I think it's because of administrators and, and coaches. I mean, you look at coaches and, you know, the money that they get to stink, how much they are paid to stink, how buddy-buddy they are with coaches. You hear coaches vacationing together who go up against each other each and every year. Um, before the game, coaches are cat, 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 catting it up. We getting ready to have battle. You, you in the locker room hyping us up, telling us how much you hate the other school, but here you are cacking it up with the opposing coach. Which one is it, coach? You don't like the coach or the school? Or you do. And I think players are like, hey, man, whatever. These coaches are getting theirs. I'm going to get mine. It's business. You know, I'm looking at this more as business now than ever before. And I think it's a combination of that along with, you know, day and age, the social media and transfer portal. I mean, you, the, the portal is you got to go to the best place for you. And for Brand Turnage, and Brandon is so easy to like. I mean, his energy, his smile will light up a room. Uh, it's no surprise why Bama players went to go 
find him and was loving up on him and you know asking him about his daughter and his family. I mean, I that's that's what it's all about. That's cool. So I had to check myself, check myself as a as a fan as someone that hates Bama and playing this robbery because these guys they 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 have something that I never had and that's a really tight relationship with someone that was on your team at one point and then transferred to the rival at the next point. I can never, I can never put myself in those shoes because it never happened to me. Um, let's go to the phones. Let's get to Don. Don, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Don. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good, Don. How are you? Uh, well, uh, for about three quarters of the night, I was pretty good shape <laughs> but, uh, uh, before I make a comment about the game being I can't believe it's uh, 8 30 nearly and we haven't celebrated uh, a World Series appearance yet well it's Monday and on Mondays during football season we only talk ball so the Braves are oh, on okay. attaboy Y'all, y'all aren't going to yeah. get me with this Braves hate. I like the Braves, so y'all, y'all aren't going to oh, no, get me. no, no, I know you did. That's okay, I'm just making sure. That. I'm just making sure. Braves, no, no, Braves, that's an awesome story. It, it's on Attaboy for when we get to Attaboy. But Mon- Monday's for ball and, and talking about the game. Okay, man. I'm, well, since we're not going to talk about anything else, we won't even mention the Bears this morning. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good one, Don. That was a good one. <laughs> Don, you better watch it. <laughs> Them fighting words right there, Don. I know, man. I thought about you last night. <laughs> but, uh, there's not man. a lot to be said or hashed out that for ever since the game was over Saturday night, haven't been hashed out on the media and call-in shows and everything else and things to – I think pretty much everybody in – Big Orange Country are in agreement on everything from the uh, targeting no call to the fumble. What was it really? Uh, you, you you did mention you didn't understand, and I didn't at the time. Why Josh was uh, as uh, animated with that official over there? Uh, they the broadcast crew mentioned something about timeout. Let's take the timeout, whatever. But that I, I think he was still. Uh, uh, upset just because he he and he even said it in the post game show he was convinced that uh, that uh, the big orange recovered that fumble and I think that, I think that was still part of it uh, yeah what he was uh, you know animated about and everything yep like I will be too yep uh, yeah it's just like I said you know we just come off all this controversy a week ago about uh, fans going getting ratty and throwing stuff on the field and everything. And, you know, most stories media covered was all about uh, the spotting of the ball with uh, Warren. And really, it was just a build-up. And, and a couple of those things that happened Saturday night certainly does not help uh, Tennessee fans to uh, get over <laughs> an over- and we're not the only one that gets it when you go to Alabama. I mean, you know, anybody's going to challenge them. Them, them guys are going to go that way. But uh, it's uh, it's hard to lose that big in the end and still be so supportive, so proud of your team. 
but I was. Uh, you know, I'm people who have played the game, people who have, uh, you know, understand how things go. I know it seems like the bottom line is the bottom line, but it's not always the bottom line when you look at different efforts and how they, it's, it, you know, I'm not a nut, nut case like uh, a tight, former tight end down at the University of Miami. Uh, it ain't war, and that ain't soldiers. But if you go back through history, you, I'm a history buff, but and you see things where a uh, outmanned uh, army or whatever, you know, fights to the hill, even if they all end up, you know, eventually, you know, you lose. Maybe maybe everybody's totally, you know, annihilated, whatever. But you see the fight in them, and that's, that's kind of the way I feel about that. I'm not equating it. Uh, six years in the military, I'm not equating it with mm. that. And uh, But I'm just saying, I think, from an emotional standpoint, that's why you can support a team that ultimately... Uh, the score looked pretty bad, but if you watch the game, I mean, how long has it been since you actually enjoyed an Alabama-Tennessee game for over three quarters? Uh, it's been a long time, very, very long time. Uh, you know, and that's that, that's what I I think of when I see see what happened the other night, and people get in way too much into uh, comparative scores now. If you are a gambling man, Ooh. You Tennessee in the points, you're pretty upset about that fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I think that's where a lot of upsets come from. <clears throat> it's kind of like playing the lottery. You know, people say you can't can't win if you can't play, but I have a moral standpoint, and I just don't play, so I guess I'll never get rich that way. But in parting. Since you're down there admiring that vehicle there, Jason, you may have a personal person there with the management. If you really want that car, you go see my Sweetwater boy there, Terry Knight, and he'll take care of you. Yeah, I mean this 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 vehicle is uh, it's sweet. No, it's it's sweet, man. It's High Country 2021 Tahoe. It is it is sweet. And um, eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Thank you, Churchill Cavalry. Uh, yeah, it's um, if you if you if you're watching on YouTube, watching. Uh, well, some of our callers they're super super loud, and uh, we'll try to level out the sound the best way that we can. Um, Everyone's volume is, is different and try to do the best we can on, on our end to make sure that all this, the sound is leveled. That is a extreme equipment upgrade dilemma that I think we might we are facing there to make sure that that gets handled. But appreciate that Churchill Cavalry and uh, we'll do the best I can, the best we can. And Don usually comes in hot, hotter than fish grease. But uh, just don't bail your team. I mean, I, I think that was rule number one, man. Biggie had the, the 10 crack commandments, right? You need to have a, the 10 gambling commandments. Don't bet on your team. No, what you do is you bet against your team. That way, 
if if your team wins, then you're not upset about losing the the bet. But if your team loses, then you make some money off of it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Emotionally, I don't know how you can bet bet against your team either. Just which, just don't bet against the Bears if you're a Bears fan. Just don't bet with your team or the Lions. So, so you can take the emotions out. That's that's the best way to do it. Or or all you chief bandwagoners that tried to take over Nissan Stadium yesterday. Oh, look at you sound like a Titans fan. Swain event, be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. 
Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Rules remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. It's time for Attaboy here on the program. Attaboy is brought to you by Iris Networks. High quality, reliable business, fiber, internet, and voice. And I'm live here at Betty Chevrolet. And Ben, you got today's Attaboy. You told Don during the phone call that today's Attaboy is already done. And we're going to the baseball diamond for today's recognition. So what do you have for us? That that's right. I have a, a couple of quick things that I would like to mention, if if that is okay with you. The Braves definitely get one, and we will get to them here in, in just a moment. But I wanted to give a shout out to one of my absolute best friends, Ethan, who became a father uh, late last week, and which by him becoming a father, I became an uncle. So Uncle Ben is now my name, Swain. I, I have Mister Ben, and now you can have. You can add Uncle Ben to the list, but but one of my absolute best friends, Ethan, had a uh, a, a baby girl last week, and he is now a, a girl dad. Sweet little little Evelyn came into the world on on Thursday. I well, it was Thursday night, but it was a two o seven a.m. So I guess technically uh, Friday morning. Seven pounds six ounces, twenty inches. So Ethan, Abby, congratulations. Uh, Add Uncle Ben to the list of names for me, Swain. I know, uh, I know you'll you'll like that because your kids love to call me Mister Ben, and all these names are, are making me catch up to you in age. It seems like, but uh, the Braves get today's primary attaboy because the Braves are headed to the freaking World Series. Just absolutely incredible. They they knock off the Dodgers over the weekend on on Saturday night, and. Just a, a remarkable story. Talked about it last week, all, the, all that they have had to, to overcome. And I, I had this thought this morning. I, I wonder if the Braves are in the World Series if, if Ronald Acuna Jr. doesn't get hurt. And, and I wonder that because the Braves went out and, and got several key pieces to make up for the loss of Ronald Acuna Jr. You don't get Jock Peterson or Eddie Rosario, who turned into freaking Ted Williams <laughs> the last couple of weeks. He, he's the new Mr. October. Get out of the way, Reggie Jackson. Um, he, he's been tremendous, but is, is he even a brave if, if Ronald Acuna doesn't, doesn't get hurt? And, and some other guys that, 
uh, the Braves had to go out and get after Acuna went down uh, with his with his torn torn ACL. So uh, that that's the beauty of baseball. The the Braves, with everything that is that it has had to overcome this off season or this season, should should not be knocking off the Dodgers with with all the pieces that the the Dodgers have. Uh, all that payroll that that they have, all the the trade pieces that they picked up at the at the deadline. This this Braves team, on paper, in theory, should not be knocking off the Dodgers to go to the World Series, but they are, and it, it's a really cool story. And uh, they'll they'll be taking on the the hated Astros this week and into the weekend. So hopefully they can knock uh, those those bunch of bums off. Freaking Jose Altuve, the little shortiest bummy bum faced of of all. Uh, so the Braves get out of boy, and the Titans get out of boy too. Just complete domination by the Titans yesterday. And Swain, those uh, those Kansas City Chiefs, they have big time issues. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. They are what three and four now, and three Patrick and five, Mahomes. I think. Or maybe uh, I think three. three. I think three and four. They were three and three gotcha. um, going into the game, but I mean, just the pure domination from uh, the Titans in really all phases had Patrick Mahomes flustered. You know, throwing interceptions, and Patrick has thrown an interception, I think, in the last five, six, seven games now. And, you know, he's fumbling. He got banged up a little bit. Uh, maybe the NFL has caught up with the with, with, with the Chiefs a little bit. So, uh, big win for, for the Titans. We talked about the Titans getting, getting over the hump and finding a way to you know, either add in free agency or in the draft to be able to, Know, beat the Chiefs because that was a team to to beat to get to the Super Bowl. That was a team in the way. I don't know if it is the Chiefs that's still in the way. Maybe maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But wow, what a what a, a performance by the by the Titans at home. The running game was humming. The passing game was humming. AJ Brown was doing his thing. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was playing at a, at an MVP level. Um, I'm not saying he's an MVP, but he's playing at that at that level um, yesterday. So I got a chance to watch. Yeah, watch that game. I was, I was enjoying that game. I was rooting for Trey Smith, but also enjoying the Titans laying the slap down. That was a fun game uh, to to watch. Let's get to the phones eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three, and uh, let's get to Big Orange Mac Braves fan Mac. Good morning. Oh, oh. <laughs> Good morning, Jay Swizzle. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning, King. Your National League champion, the Atlanta Braves. Man, it feels good. I didn't watch the whole game because I didn't want to jinx it. I did not want I, I turned it over there when Dansby scooped it up and threw it to Freddie. I, 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 caught, I, I got to see that moment because I, I didn't want to jinx it. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, I might have to start a, a OnlyFans account so I can afford tickets to go to the game. Uh, but <laughs> um, sir, please don't. <laughs> please, please don't. That's straight spam right there. What are you going to show off? Them toes, big arms, man? <laughs> yeah, them toes and these stretch marks, you know. Uh, on this big gravy bowl, like that, you know, this big belly, you know, to show off and stretch marks, you know. Oh my God! Show off that big old sexy voice, big arms, man. <laughs> uh, I can read uh, 
of green eggs and ham in my voice. <laughs> you have plenty enough. You have plenty enough if you uh, use your voice to, to collect. I, the, the ladies like the accent now. I tell they you, do, they now. really do. They do. They uh, do. Guys, uh, I'm so proud of this football team. Uh, a lot of people look at the score. Oh, Tennessee got beat again. No, man, they they just Alabama's talent and and depth took over in the fourth quarter. Man, if you would have told me, you know, going into the fourth quarter, we'd be only down a touchdown to them. But these guys are fighting. They are competing. I, I, I love I, – I'm loving this hire more and more and more, y'all. Uh, it, it's uh, – I'm, I'm dead gum. I'm, I, you know, I went to bed. You know, yes, I was mad because we lost to Alabama again. And all I'm hearing from all these bandwagon fans around here texting me, being, I feel you. They was blowing my phone up. Fifteen in a row. Fifteen in a row. Y'all can't even count to fifteen. But anyhow, uh, I, I man, I, I'm so proud of that. I mean, they took, they went toe to toe with Big Bad Alabama. Uh, they had them frustrated. Had them frustrated. Nick was about to lose his mind over. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, as far as the Henry T thing goes, I'm petty. Sorry. You turn your back on us, you 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 uh you a turncoat to me. And Jeremy Banks wasn't having it. He kept yelling, "JB, JB, JB!" Put his helmet on, walked the other way. J- he, JB, real. He Memphis man. He Memphis man. That's real. what I would done. Yeah, I would done the same thing. Matthew Butler was disgusted. He didn't want to do it. But he did, he yeah, did it, yeah. and and yeah. and you know didn't have any type of joy in his face at all. But Matthew Butler and Jeremy Banks would have been would have been me. But Henry yeah, said it was all love, guys. No, no, it ain't no, no. I, just a select few is probably love. Most of the guys that were, you know, showing him love was on the defense side of the ball, but they didn't show everybody. Yeah, and, yep. Uh, you know, to me, I, I blame LeBron and the Heatles from back in the day. Everybody won't be buddy-buddy, teaming up. Uh, it makes me sick. Uh, I can't. I mean, he could have went anywhere else in the country, but you go to Alabama, and I wouldn't. He could have went anywhere. He could went to Ohio State. Could went to USC. Could went to Michigan. You know what? Hey, it is what it is. But you go to Alabama, and you have the gall to talk about smoke them if you got them grinning in the camera. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't uh, do it. No, dog. It's a no for me. Gentlemen, I'm gonna get off here. Y'all have a great day and chop 'em up, baby. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? No, you, you don't. You don't get to revel in this because your stupid Chicago White Sox couldn't take care <laughs> of the Astros. So now we have to watch the freaking Astros again. The the bummiest of all bums play in the World Series. So no, you you don't get to participate in any baseball fun. You got it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I just I just like doing a chant. Chiefs fans were trying to do the chant. It was funny yesterday leaving Nissan Stadium, everybody doing uh, the 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 Chiefs chant, the war chant. Chiefs fans were quiet. I I've never seen so many jerseys of one player in one place. Mahomes. I saw more Mahomes jerseys than Titans fans. 
I mean, hey, Mahomes bad boy now. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like blame. A bad boy today. Yeah, he, he a bad, he a bad boy. He was walking all wobbly. Chief, Chiefs were humming. They was humming the, ch- the chanting, you know, real love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, they had some. Uh, they, they weren't chanting anything. They were quiet, real quiet. They're saying it real low so nobody can hear them because they didn't have any reason to be chanting it at all. But uh, you know, I. I want. I want to just say this, man. When when I heard the Braves that won the championship, man, there was one person I thought about, and that was Jennifer Morris, because I know her and her father uh, was big time Braves fans, and I know Jennifer lost lost her father not too long ago, and you know, Jennifer's father uh, would have been just so so happy uh, to see the Braves play in the World Series. So I uh, just want to tell you, Jennifer, man, we we. I'm thinking about you. I know Ben is too. Um, I know it's going to bring back some memories for you and make it emotional. But you know, happy for the the Braves, you Brave fans out there. But Jennifer, just thinking about you, and I know this is going to be an emotional time for you while you're celebrating the Braves going for a World Series, and also thinking about your father too. So um, Jennifer and her father used to go to Braves games all the time. Jennifer grew up around sports because of her father. So. Uh, just thinking about you, Jennifer. Um, and don't be blaming my White Sox, man. We tried. We gave it our all. It just wasn't good enough. All right, Butch. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, Butch. America will be rooting for an Atlanta sports team the same way America was rooting for an Atlanta sports team when the Falcons was going up against the Patriots. Let's just hope that the Braves team don't mess it up this time. Let's hope. Let's hope. Rooting for the Braves. Want them to win it. And I'll be watching, man. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., I'll be watching. No, you won't. Yes, I will. You'll be doing Tennessee Prime. That's oh, over at 8. Yeah, but. I'll be watching. You, you, the, game, the game will be at 8. It'll be going on at 2.30 in the morning, man. This I got plenty of time true, to watch it. But, I mean, <laughs> by the time you, you eat eat Gus's fried chicken out of chicken, I mean, it'll be like 10, 10.30. The it'll be the second inning. Over. It'll be second inning then. I still have plenty of time. I'll be good to go, man. I'm I'm watching this series. I'm watching the Braves, man. I'm watching the Braves. Uh, anyways. Trebell, you ain't right. Trebell. What Trebell say? Look, look at what Trebell said. Don't don't read it out loud. I don't know what Trebell talking about. I don't know what Trebell talking about. Uh, John Smurl says that he went to the Titans game with a Chiefs fan, and he just sat there the whole time. Like the rest of them said nothing. There was a ton of red there yesterday. Yeah, Mike Mike Vrabel said something about it. He was like, yo, um, I'm, I'm appreciative of our fans, but, man, there's way too many Chiefs fans up in here. Way too many. All right, let's go to the phones. Corey Tavall. Corey Tavall, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, Matt? Going well. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Can't complain. I mean, I could complain, but who's going to listen? We will. The SEC office ain't going to listen. Nope. They ain't listening at all. Bunch of bums. Bunch of bums. (laughs) No, but, uh... (laughs) Oh, God. It's, uh... I want to just... 
seeing Henry T do that Saturday night made me feel some type of way. I just, nah, that ain't it, cuz. That ain't it. Yep. That ain't it. I'm with ben, you. Uh, ben, who you taking? Braves and six? Uh, <laughs> I'm. I honestly don't know who's going to win. I don't. I don't have a, a feel for who I think's going to win. I, I truly don't. I, I can see either team winning. I, I the Astros have the experience of playing in the World Series, and I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, and they're a, a well put together team. They've got the pitching. They've got the hitting. But the Braves just have something magical going on. So I, 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 I don't know. I've, I've been doubting this Braves team the, the entire postseason. And obviously, not that I was openly rooting for them to just meet their demise. But <laughs> he was. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way you do. There I just are, don't know. Honestly, I, I don't say they're know. they're evenly matched by any means, so. You don't think that they are? I kind of think that they are. I don't are. think. I, in, well, okay, I kind of, let me walk that back. But I feel like in ways that they are, I feel like Houston may have a little a bit of an edge as far as pitching. But I don't know. I mean, you have good hitters and they're hot. And like you said, I feel like the Braves kind of got a little bit of good mojo, some good magic going on right now. I feel like. It could be a good series. I, I mean, I would love for it to be a seven-game series that's like one to remember. I mean, I, you always want that. I, every baseball fan or any sports fan wants that. But I, I would like to see at least it be competitive. I don't want to see a sweep on either side by any means. But, I, no, I mean, it would, be, feel, it would feel pretty good to see the Braves sweep the bums because <laughs> uh, I just cannot stand that team. I don't know who I dislike more in in baseball, the the Houston Astros, or, or you know maybe Arkansas. I don't know. I don't know who I don't like more. I know that's two completely different divisions there, but still, yet I mean, ah, uh, anyway. But I want to make a quick comment about uh, about our football team, though. I just, yeah. man, they 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 play with so much heart. They're they they're giving everything they got, and I. I I love what – well, I don't love it, but I, I love the analogy that Austin uses about, you know, it's like we don't have any bullets on our guns, so we're going to turn the gun around and we're going to pistol whip people. I mean, we're trying to pistol whip anybody that we can get a, get close to, and they're playing with everything they got. And I, I love what I see from both sides of the coaching staff, offensive and defensively, because they're scheming things up. They're, they're getting guys open. The defense is playing well. I mean, we're, we were, you know, very much in that game for nearly three and a half, almost four full quarters. We just run out of gas. That's all that happened. And I just, I love the fight, and I love how much this team loves each other. You can see it because they're encouraging one another and they're playing hard for each other. It's, it's just really good to see. I think the future is bright. I really do. And I'm trying not to put the cart before the horse. But I, I've got – I'm hopeful more so than I have been before because it feels like there's a true foundation being laid here now. But appreciate y'all. I'll hang up with Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for for the phone call there. Um, 
the, the thing about this this year and this football team, like you go look at Butch Jones' first year, you look at Derek Dooley's first year, um, Pruitt's first year. Like it took, I think it took for me, I'll speak for myself, second year to be like, yo, this, okay, all right, all right, this, this staff can do something. I don't think I felt that way the first year like I felt like I feel with this first year coaching staff. It took a little bit longer for me with Butch. It took obviously forever to prove it. I mean, we was in going to year four going, hey man, man we ever gonna do something? But like here we are in year one under Hypel. It's October and I think I feel more confident that Hypo could be successful here more than Butch in year one. It took me like year two when Dobbs went in there, start showing some some fight, and the team started to rally around him. And then everything took off and you know, that next year, the fifteen season was was that that coaching staff best best team. All Hypo needs is players. That's 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 all he needs. Like I remember when um when 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 Butch was here and um, we we would hear him talk, and I was like, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to make it here, man, because, you know, he's a little bothered by some of the things, you know, got rabbit ears, fans, and, I mean, I don't know if he's going to make it. I just I just don't know from a personality standpoint if he's going to make it. Um, yes, he needs the players, but I don't know if he's going to make it. Hypel, the only thing missing I feel for Hypel is players. Because I think personality-wise, he's going to be okay. Like, I think Tennessee is rubbing off on him. <laughs> like like Tennessee fans and, and, and you know, our mentality is rubbing off on him. He's he's embracing it. Like the Tony Vitello type attitude, like towards the refs. Yep, yep, yep. You th- he's you embracing think, you, you think he uh called him a meat stick? I think I think he did. I think he did. I think he did. He said, That's blanky blank, you meat stick. Like I like hypo hypo is endearing himself to this fan base. He, he seems like more one of us than any coach that we've had since since Coach Former. Um, but I'm I'm still hesitant, though, right? Because we've been hurt. We've been burned so many times. So, you know, you still want to protect your heart. But I, I, I do feel that way uh, about about Josh Heupel. The only thing that's missing is, is players. And here's the thing that's important, Ben. When you cover recruiting, we understand we got to get – more players, more depth, more talent. But I think it's super, super important. This is something that Austin Price was talking about um, yesterday on, on the locker room, and we talked off air about this a lot, is I think it's super important for guys that have an opportunity to come back, that have some eligibility left, that can take advantage of that COVID um, extra year, the veterans. I think it's super important that we get as many of those guys back as possible because they can help kind of bridge the gap. The last thing we want is 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 Taven Jackson coming in here and feeling at, feeling like he has to play as true freshman. But you have Hendon who takes advantage of the COVID year. Man, you're bridging that gap now. Taven Jackson can sit, watch, and learn. Man, you got Cedric Tillman. You're gonna lose a lot of players on on, on you know the receiver position, Valus and Javante Payton, but. For Tillman, you know, he can come back and play multiple years. He's kind of like Jacob Warren. He can come back and play two more years after this year if he wants to. And I think that's important, very, very important, and to bridging, bridging that gap between where we are right now with our roster and where we want to be. 
so that way young guys are not thrown in there in the fire and have to play when they're not really supposed to be playing, not ready to play. So let's get some of those guys to, to stay. Let's get them NIL deals on point. <laughs> let's, let's, get them, let's get them staying. That, that was my biggest takeaway. I said it at the beginning of the show, and I, I said it Saturday night as well after the game. My biggest takeaway is what is this offense specifically going to look like against Alabama, Georgia, Florida once Josh Heupel gets his, his guys in here? And, and I know that Tennessee is, is benefiting from some really good football players right now. I'm not trying to say that. Uh, when when you hear, oh, just wait till the coach gets his guys in there. That's typically because the the current guys can't get the job done. Javante Payton, Cedric Tillman, Valus Jones, Tyon Evans, Hendon Hooker. They're, they're all playing great ball and, and leading to a lot of success on offense. But they're not all Josh Heupel's guys. I mean, Payton is, is the only one that Heupel himself brought in. So what what is his offense going to look like once he gets his guys in here? His style of receiver, his offensive lineman, his running backs, his quarterback. If 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 this offense with with good players that aren't his is is clicking and rolling and having success, having explosive plays or generating explosive plays against Florida against Ole Miss against Alabama I'm sure they'll generate some against Kentucky as well and Kentucky has a good defense which is why I'm mentioning them what what is his offense gonna look like when he gets his guys in here because man if they're having trouble now they're being Alabama if Alabama freaking Bama is having trouble right now with Josh Heupel's system we we talked about the the Nick Saban clip on his on his personal radio show last week where where he seemed a little <laughs> frustrated about having to go up against this offense seemed seemed concerned not not scared because freaking Nick Saban but I mean he 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 did not seem like he wanted to go up against this offense because it's hard to defend and that's without Josh Heupel's guys so so how much success can this offense have with his guys that was my biggest takeaway yeah yeah, and some of the players that he inherited that wasn't his guys are his guys now, and you want to keep those players here yes. for extra year and get those guys to take advantage of the the COVID extra year. So, um, you know, Jacob Warren, he's the type of I think he's the type of player that if, if he was coming out of Farragut right now, like he would be Hypo's like he would be Hypo's type of guy. Yes, that they're bringing in Brody Foley from Cincinnati. He is what Jacob Warren was in high school. Jacob, Jacob may be a little taller, but tall, lanky, athletic, pass-catching tight end. That, that is Brody Foley, and that's what Jacob Warren was coming out of high school. Yep. Is yep. Cedric Tillman um, an NFL receiver? I don't think so right now. What about one day? Do, do you see the makings of an NFL receiver? If he continues on this trajectory, yeah. Because he is balling right now, Swain. You and I were texting about him. He is he is playing terrific football. Did did not see him being Tennessee's best receiver. Yeah, you know we had him on the locker room last night, and like I was trying my best to give him a compliment without insulting him. <laughs> no, seriously, because I get it. He's not supposed to be here. 
Like, he's not supposed to be doing what he did Saturday. He's not supposed to be doing what he did, what he's done this football season. You got to think about it. This, you know, this guy didn't take a visit to Tennessee. He just, he just committed to Tennessee. He didn't have those big-time offers coming out of Bishop Gorman. Man, that's a powerhouse in the West there in Las Vegas. He didn't have those big offers and was going to walk on at USC. And Tennessee took him late without him even taking a visit. He didn't even have the 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 luxury of of even saying, "Hey, man, I'll, I'll think about it." He had no leverage when you when you committing to a school without even taking a visit. That means you don't have any leverage. You better take what they give you. You better take it quick. You don't have time to think about it. Well, let me talk it over with my folks, or let me take a visit. No. What you going to do? It's now or never. And he was like, all right, well, it's now then. Guys like that don't lead a receiver group in terms of yards and receptions and, and, and you know, a go, being a go-to guy on certain third-down situations and, and being the best receiver against a team like Alabama in that moment. We just don't see that a lot. So I was giving him a compliment, but I didn't want to offend him. He didn't take it that way at all. He understood exactly what I was saying. He's like, man, I wear that I wear that chip on my shoulder every single day. And you can just tell he put that work in. Because he wasn't like this last year. Just from, you know, I know the offense is different, but if you just watch him play, he's gotten better. You can tell he's put that work in. And you can tell some guys that, that have it. Now, this guy, don't lie. You can tell. But just so happy for him. And he has two more years after this one. I think he's playing himself into a player that can that can play at the next level. But um, is he fast? No, but he's playing fast. That's the difference, folks. Man, he we got some fast, fast guys on our team. He fast that's not that playing fast. Huh? He looked fast on that deep ball. Yeah, yeah. And – when you usually look back like that, that means you don't trust your speed. You don't trust it. But, man, he was moving. He was running faster than I think he made you maybe, you know, think he was running because he's playing the game the way he's supposed to be played. He's playing faster. He's playing the game faster than what his 40 time will probably be, just like a Jawan Jennings. Just like a Jawan Jennings, man, just playing fast. So he's, he's easily one of my favorite players on this football team. Just love watching him play. Uh, he hurt his hand against Ole Miss, but he came out a little bit, went back in, and just balled out. Balled out. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Live here from Betty Chevrolet. Over 150 vehicles to choose from, use, pre-owned. They're warranty for life on most of their vehicles. That means you don't have to worry about driving scared with your two hands on the steering wheel. You got that peace of mind knowing that if something happens, Betty got your back. They got your back. BettyChevrolet.com. We'll take a quick time out. Be back after this.